0: You're listening to an opinion story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give and you can cancel any time. All Aboard the Energy Roller Coaster
1: By David Kleimenhaga, March 7, 2023 Conservative governments never like to let a crisis go to waste. Hence the concept of disaster capitalism, which author Naomi Klein so chillingly described in 2007 as the end result of the shock doctrine of modern neoliberal economics. The Covid-19 pandemic, for example, was a tragedy for thousands of Albertans and Canadians and their families but it also created a catastrophe in our healthcare system that is now being used by conservative governments across Canada to justify more privatization of public healthcare too, as Alberta, deceptively claimed in a news release in late January, ensure that Albertans have access to the care they need, when and where they need it. Working with chartered surgical facility providers is another strategy to help Albertans get the surgeries they need faster, said John Cowell, the sole administrator of Alberta Health Services appointed by Premier Danielle Smith. When he says chartered, by the way, he means private. Everyone who is paying attention, and that would most certainly include Cowell's nervous advisors at AHS, understands that is not what is going to happen when there is already a shortage of healthcare professionals to do the surgeries. This is easy to understand. It happens because private clinics draw limited resources and personnel from the public health care system, already under stress from the pandemic. The result in short order is faster treatment for a few patients with money and pull, and longer wait times for the rest of us. As for the part about needing more money, as is well known, Premier Smith has a plan for that as well. She wrote an essay about it in 2021, too recently, for her to claim it was just a youthful fling with a crazy idea. What we need to do, to fix the healthcare system, she wrote, is to generate $4 billion from new user fees. We can no longer afford universal social programs that are 100% paid by taxpayers, she argued in the paper, published by the University of Calgary's notoriously right-wing school of public policy. The only option is to allow people to use more of their own money to pay their own way. Once people get used to the concept of paying out- of pocket for more things themselves, then we can change the conversation on healthcare care, she said. And a little later, we could take it one step further. If we establish the principle of health spending accounts, then we can also establish co-payments. This plan appears to be being implemented, before our eyes, without much controversy. Meanwhile, the UCP is apparently prepared to take the shock doctrine a step farther than has been observed in Canada and create a disaster of its own that will require a shock to correct, although, as Klein pointed out in her book, intentionally created disasters are not unheard of in other lands. In an op-ed published by the CBC last week, University of Calgary economist Trevor Tum wrote that Finance Minister Travis Taze's February 28 budget is going to remake the famous Alberta energy roller coaster a much more terrifying new ride. Spending is set to exceed $68 billion this year, higher than the government's own previous plan of $64 billion for 2023-24, set only three months ago, and more than $9 billion more than what budget 2021 envisioned for this year, Tum wrote. It is even higher than the previous NDP government had planned to spend this year, if that party had remained in power. The problem is that this new spending is paid for with an incredibly unreliable source, non-renewable resource revenues, he continued, adding this understatement, this is neither disciplined nor particularly responsible. He explained that with royalty rates rising as energy facilities pay off their initial capital investments, which were subsidized by the province through reduced royalty rates, each dollar change in oil prices is worth more to the government than before, or costs more, depending on which way the prices are moving. Here is the money quote, as it were, from Toom's argument, for the quarter century before covid, a one dollar change in oil barrel prices typically meant less than a 200 million dollar increase or decrease to government revenues. Today, that same change is worth $630 million. I estimate by 2025, it will be $850 million. If you thought the roller coaster Alberta was on before was scary, just wait. In her essay, written when oil revenues were low, Premier Smith argued that was the perfect time to permanently wean Albertans off their energy royalty dependence. It's time to bite the bullet and say that this is the most resource revenue we will ever spend on operational needs again, she continued. It doesn't require a tinfoil hat to see that Taze's budget is creating the conditions for a bigger bust than we've ever seen in Alberta. And, as veteran Alberta political observers know well, that means a quick return to another brutal dose of austerity, privatization and disaster capitalism. First we create the shock. Then we implement the shock doctrine to restore the Alberta advantage. Well, perhaps this is just the UCP being innovative and forward-looking. No natural disaster is required to justify bad economic policies. We're quite capable of generating our own disasters right here, in quasi-sovereign Alberta.
0: Thanks for stopping by the Tai today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.